Episode 334, The Rant, Blake Crespo, varsity football assistant coach at St. John the Baptist and part owner of Legends U. Blake eats, sleeps, and breathes football. In this pod, we discuss his humble beginnings in Brentwood, New York, his love of sports, his twists and turns playing in college, to coaching football and refing flag football, along with my co-host Sean McCann, our conversation with Blake now. The Rant has been brought to you by Geo Studios, now open. They are located one block south of Westbury Train Station in the heart of Long Island, New York. Looking to bring your art or event to life? Trying to record a podcast? Enjoy six rooms of studio space to create audio and visual content. It also includes an 800-square-foot cyclorama wall studio, a state-of-the-art recording studio, three breakout rooms for four to six people each, which include a green room and lounges, a quality surround sound with six speakers and studio lighting, and most importantly, two on-site restrooms. You know I need my restrooms. Book your space today. For more information, find us at geoevents.com. The Rant has been brought to you by Long Island Legends U, the premier youth flag football league on Long Island. Calling all ages from four under to 18 and under, both boys and girls. Sign up as a team or a free agent. Expect pictures, social media posts, full game weekly highlight videos, and much, much more. Fall season for 2021 is rapidly approaching. Sign up today. To register, visit legendsu.com or follow us on Instagram at LILegendsU. Legends are not born. They are created. Welcome to another edition of The Rant. I'm your host, Ralph the Ref. I'm with a super special guest with a special co-host from episode 331 fame and also from episode three of Poppin' Flags, uh, the owner and operator. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. I just saw that on your your personal profile. I was like, damn, (laughs) we just got deep Jay-Z lyrics here, but I'm with the head honcho of L.I. Legends. Sean McCain, what's good? Oh, my God. Uh, good, man, good. Yeah, businessman. All right, that's, that's all we're getting from him. But I'm here with, <laughs> with my man, somebody that feels like, I know that when I look at his social media feed, I feel like he's so omnipresent in, uh, in Brentwood. Uh, somebody that's also a partner in Legends uh, U, uh, along with, alongside with me and uh, Sean, uh, Mr. Blake Crespo, man. What's good, man? What's good, fellas? How's it going? So you're a football coach and flag football, and I, I, I want to... Well, I, I, I do it all, man. I just do it all. I see that. And you coach I'm at St. John the Baptist, and I have a lot of stories about St. John the Baptist, but I'm not going to get into that. You know, my latest story, which I never would have thought, I had a game against Chaminade, right? So I'm refing mm-hmm. now. Um, Pretty I solid leave, team. It's at Chaminade, and I go, I go into whatever. I go change. Soon as I get back, I'm supposed to do an adult league game in Queens, and, yo, I'm looking at my car. My car has no fender. It has no bumper. I'm like, why is... And then there's like a ransom note on my windshield. Mm. And you know what it turned out to be? It said, the St. John the Baptist bus hit your car. Please call this number on Monday morning. Thank you. Oh, shit. 
So shout out to six thousand dollars to fix my. I don't car. back that up at all. They're, they're good kids over there. No, Saint I'm John sure they're good kids. Hey, they were so good that they left the ransom note. <laughs> they let me know that they were the ones that hit that. But hey, man, it's really an honor and pleasure to be in the same room with you guys. I know, like the first time that we really vibe, we were at uh, what was that place called? Burger, Burger Village. Burger Village. Burger Village. Yes, Burger yeah. Village in Farmingdale. Yeah. There's another one in Hicksville in, in Broadway Mall, but. Um, you know, I, I remember when I hit up Sean and we were talking about um, just legends. I know he thought that I was Benedict Arnold or he was thinking I was a mole trying to trying to flip the switch. But we definitely vibed. And he was like, that's so funny that there was a kid named Blake. But the way he portrayed you, it was like, yeah, I met this like 15 year old kid that has like great ideas. And it wasn't because he said it that way. It was just more like. He said it as concise as possible, but the way I construed it, it was like he met some ninth grader in the street that wants to be his partner. He's like, so it was kind of appropriate, but you know, I, what I do really appreciate about somebody like Sean, I mean, first time I heard about him, I heard he was painting lines. I heard he was refing games. I heard he was taking pictures of himself playing. Oh, I, 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 got, a, I, I got a story for him. Let's so, hear this. <laughs> so I'm refereeing, right? It's one of those like hot days. It's like seven games after ref, back to back, like no breaks. And, you know, Sean's there. You know, Sean's there every day, you know, every, every game. Every week, you, you name it, he's there. And how could you not fall in love with somebody that's no, he's, like... he's passionate. Not only the client, the player just, president, just right? Just the passion that he has, man. It's, it's unreal. Thanks, but um, it, was, it had to be a month ago. So, of course, I'm by myself. Sean was like, hey, listen, I'm just going to ref. I'm just going to wait for this other guy to come. All right, no problem. Sean refs, game one. Game two, the other team has three players, right? You can start the game with four out of five on five. <laughs> He's like, I know because I wrote it. <laughs> so this team, it, they, they, there's no fourth guy coming. So Nobody's coming. Nobody's and, you, and you knew this, Sean, right? Oh, like yeah. You. And, and, and Sean was like, you know what? I'll do it. My man played a full game. Yeah. <laughs> like he was playing hard. Playing hard. Yeah. Game two. Like he was going for it. Oh. Now, did yeah. he rap? Diving for football. <laughs> yeah. Diving for football. Did he, go, did he do this? Did he go like... Let me flag shield so I can get a breather right here. Nah. No, 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 no. He was, he was all. So he wasn't tanking the game. He was. No, like no, no. He was, he was trying to win. Yeah. And the team they were playing was good too. Nah, they were good. It was just honestly four people so hard. Yeah, I, mean, I was, listen, I was trying to do quarterback plays like reverses, um, you know, like trick plays, like handoff pass. You know, just a lot of fake. See, stuff. this would be a unique like social media post for legends if you were like, um, had to play. A team only had three, and it was four. So the Prez plays, and then they're looking for free agents, so anybody hit them up, and then just hit them. Like, yeah. So, so innovative sure, with, sure. with the social media. And I, I, I think that's what we – I really enjoy about it because I, I don't have these conversations about yeah. social media strategies and all that. But It's very you know, important. You, know, you got to be on top of your social media game no matter what, you know, whatever business you're – what do you do? So piggy, to piggyback what you were saying – I found it so surprising that Blake was like an engaged man that oh, wasn't yeah. like a ninth grader. So I was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> and we also have the connection, yeah. me being on the women's officiating side of basketball. Your your father's obviously a legend in Suffolk oh, County. Yeah, he's, he, Willie he's, Crespo, yeah, shout out to nice. you, man. Um, I remember the first game I ever did with him, um, we were at Queens College. Mm. And um, yo, my whistle cracked. Is it soccer so, or basketball? This is basketball. Oh, bas girls basketball. So I blew, I blew okay. the whistle and they bought, like him, and my other partner were looking at me like, dang, you, you doing college? Like, you should have been here. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, I, I broke my whistle and all that. But he was very accommodating. Nice. Shout out to him. Mm -hmm. um, 
But that's awesome. I think that's what, what, what made me feel comfortable with the triumvirate when I, when I met you and I saw your passion. And you know, what I'm really interested in, you know, talking to you about all of, all of the machinations of, of your life story, but that whole football piece, I tell you, for me, I got such a funny story when it comes to football. So I grew up in Baldwin which is in Nassau County, and I know you Suffolk boys. I don't, I don't know. The Bruins. <laughs> no. Matter of fact, I ref Baldwin-Northport, and that game was smoke. Smokity smoke. I was like, Northport is so good. Like, yo, they, they just, they play super fundamental. They play like the Spurs. Like, it was so beautiful to watch them, and shout out for them to winning the championship and also doing well in, uh, in my tournament in March. But, um, you know, back to you. Yo, Northport, y'all remember them 2006 days, though. <laughs> <laughs> Not back to you, back to me. <laughs> Sorry, I'll get that little <laughs> shout out real quick. When I grew up in Baldwin, I grew up, there was a 30-foot fence that separated my house from the park, and it was Coast Neck Park, and that's how I learned how to play basketball. But right on me was softball, so they would always hit home runs, and it would always go on my fence, and I would always have like 30 softballs on Sundays, and I would always hear them yelling at the ums, like, that's wrong, Blue, that's wrong. <laughs> it's like, this is the first time I've ever seen white people like in my town, they're playing softball. But also, come August, September, October, they always had the PAL team, which was like a dynasty, it was mm. the Baldwin Bombers. And unfortunately, my parents had a front row. They didn't need to see no CTE or concussions, all they had to watch, they, all they had to do was go to the backyard and watch a Baldwin Bomber practice. Mm. Because all they saw was just collision, collision. So me, I'm like, I don't know, 60 pounds, yeah. right? I'm in fourth grade. I'm like, yo, I, wa I wanna play mom and dad from the Philippines, immigrants that have no idea about anything. And they're watching this, yeah. right? Yeah. I was like, can I, can I play for the Baldwin Bomber? They're like, hey, you're going to get your bones broken. And I was like, <laughs> damn, why I gotta be like that? But Football means so much to me. I feel like I've ref so many basketball games that I'm like so devoid of emotion of like thinking about like, even like on the professional level, I can't, I don't think I could love a team anymore because I watch it so objectively. Yeah. A sport that I keep pure because I never played it. I was only the manager and I was a terrible one. If that, I left the water. Yeah. We went all the way to Mount St. Michael's in the Bronx. I left the fucking water. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. You were like, what are you doing for Nolas? Why are you killing? I wasn't even on the team. <laughs> but one, one sport that I keep true, and, and I've been coaching volleyball all these years. I got certified for football, but I've been inactive for six years now because, I mean, I've been, I'm, I'm not leaving volleyball. So, one thing I keep pure is my love, and I love, I love, as much as Sean McCann loves the New York Giants, <laughs> I love the Baltimore Ravens with all my heart. Oh, Sean's going to hate me now. Like, What's all that? my heart. Ooh. What do you mean? Dallas Cowboys. You're, you're a Cowboys fan? I'm a Cowboys fan. No, I don't hate. I don't hate. We'll blame Willie Crossbow on that one. I, would I, got a, I got a lot of Cowboy, Eagles, Redskin uh, fran, fan, uh, friends and stuff, but... Uh, I think Eagles sometimes is just like Eagles is too much, but Cowboys, I'm kind of to a point where it's like it is what it is. You know, Sean, I, I think I'm more of a Giants hater than I am a Cowboys. Damn, fan. son. You're more, well, I mean, that, <laughs> I that just makes think because I'm in New York, bro, because that's, that's all I hear. Yeah. You know? Well, I get it. I get it. To bring the story back, and this has been told many times in my podcast, I used to be a Buffalo Bills fan. The true New York team. Yeah, and unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately yeah, it's on, Sean. they lost when I was. Damn. Um, fifth grade 
sixth grade. I'm going to say Cowboys. Cowboys is a good team, man. Don't be coming at me like that, man. Yeah, I'm sorry, Sean. Cowboys is good. No, I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, Cowboys. I actually got mad respect for the Cowboys, man. No, you, you don't. Dak and no, Zeke. you don't. Nah. Oh, because of Dak and his comeback. No, nah, I mean, I'm, I respect. I've learned to kind of like respect every professional athlete. Yeah, listen. So one of my best friends, uh, Fani, played for the Eagles. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he went to the Cardinals and. It was like, what am I doing? And listen, you know, I, I started I for him, you know, I wrote for like, the, you know, guys I know and stuff like that. So it's cool. Yeah. So I, I started off as a Jets fan. I started off because I, I focused on a player, Keyshawn Johnson. Oh, I thought yeah, you were going to yeah. say Laverne. He's a big time favorite. He's a big time favorite. Big time favorite. So, of course, Pops was a Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I got the fan, you know, they're all into it. I'm the only one. I'm like the, uh, that, yeah. the MV <laughs> type. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, Keyson Johnson, man, that's like my dude. Yeah. Played receiver. Yeah. I wore 19. That's my number. And then he went to the Cowboys. You bought traded. his book? I did not buy his book. <laughs> You're probably too young for that. No. But uh, yeah, and then when he became a Cowboys fan, I'm like, it just, it's just destined, you know? Just, yeah. I had to just be a Cowboys fan. When they used to I just fell right into it. They used to announce his name like Keyshawn mm-hmm. Johnson. <laughs> yeah. No, but that, that's that, that was my favorite player back in the day. Nah, yeah. Mm. He's, and in flag, dope, I wore man. his number still. Nineteen. Oh, did, that's nice. my number. That's why. So that's like an obscure fire. reason as to why. Yes, nineteen. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess I should tell this to Sean. So I used to be a diehard Knicks fan so much so that I died hard, and you're all, all alone. I I don't care about this season. It doesn't make me. <laughs> It doesn't wipe away the blood. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Um, no, like the Knicks, like they had a tough season. But if you somehow convinced yourself to become a Brooklyn Nets fan and you live in New York, then that's what you get. That's <laughs> I think you have to be a, a Knicks hater for you to be a Nets fan. I'm not. I you mean, don't have 100%. The Nets were a New Jersey team, bro. It was New, Jersey, New Jersey Nets, bro. But they they've been the Nets. They've been Brooklyn for like 10 years now, though. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I don't know. I'm it's, not hating. It's going to get hating, normalized. The, like, Knicks, the Knicks are the, the New Dodgers York team, The Dodgers used to be bro. in Brooklyn. Like, it just but got Knicks, normalized. But the Knicks are like, it's Madison Square Garden, bro. It's fucking, it's like the number one arena in the world. That's true. Know? I don't know. That's very true. But I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, I don't know. Kevin Durant should have came to the Knicks. But. <laughs> still salty, I see. I Remember, they, they still lost, though. So We haven't gotten a superstar, so I'm like... Maybe you'll get Chris Paul next year. We need, some, we need Chris someone. Paul. You'll get 36-year-old Chris Paul. Nah, Devin Booker's the truth, though. Woo, Devin Booker's serious, yeah, but let's true. get back to Blake Chris Paul. the truth. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, so, you know, I got to know you a little bit since, I guess, like, vaccine time. And, like, I always look at the, the coronavirus as a whole of, like... Straight panic, straight chilling, um, terrible again, and then vaccine. And now we're in a place where definitely is still here because, I mean, we're still doing things that we've just been scarred to do. Um, I know for the football season, and I'll just talk about this because you coach at St. John the Baptist and I coach at Kellenberg, but um, I had a very truncated season, even though it was like the whole season. It was... Basically, a three-month season condensed into three weeks, yeah. which was mm-hmm. insane, like super insane. Especially for football. I'm, and and that's, what, yeah. that's what I want to get to you of like, you know, obviously we're in a different time, but I want to go all the way back, all the way back to March 2020. How's your family holding up with this whole situation? And um, 
going back March 20, when was the moment that you personally took all of this like really serious? So, so actually it was the Thursday before, um, traveled away, mm-hmm. uh, to center reach to, um, you know, I'm a, a middle school coach for the girls basketball team in Brentwood. And we go to center reach, we play our game and this is starting to become new. You know, the, the word's getting out. Mm. Nobody's really taking it serious yet. Mm. Uh, we get on the bus, play the game, get on the bus. And then they get an email saying that school is going to be closed on Friday. Uh, we're going to report back on Monday. And huh? you were like, lit, we have a three-day weekend? Well, no, the, the girls were going like, oh, you know, we got Friday off. And I'm like, all right, cool. We got Friday off. But then something so was... like, t- oh, yeah. And listen, and we had, we had one more game left in the season, mm-hmm. which was like the following week. And I, something was telling me that the girls, you know, I told them, make sure you get all your stuff out of your lockers. I, that's not even knowing how serious this is. Like, just take all your stuff out of your lockers, you know? And then they did. They told, and you, it, they told you to tell him. That no, 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 no. I just, just, I just said it. Oh, it, nice. it just came up to my mind because I didn't, I didn't really know yeah. what was happening. So I'm like, hey, listen, we have one more game left. We have a home yeah. game. So listen, just take all your stuff out of your lockers and, yeah. and just go home. Ah. And that was the last time I saw them. That was the last. Like that was the last next, time. Yeah, the that was the last day. time. And then, the next of course, day or was, yeah. of course, you know, we, we got the message on Sunday okay. saying that hey, listen, we're gonna remain closed for yeah. you know, a month, for for, for, for a week, and then yeah. and then a week a week became two, yeah. two became three. <laughs> yeah. But we know that a month become yeah, and then it became a year. Yeah. And, and so it, it was wild, man. It was, it was just it, that's and then just like just sitting at home, you know, and just not allowed to do anything. Yeah, like man. even getting out of the house. Was like yeah. something like you just can't do. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. That, that's that's what's hard, you know. And it's just like you know, I'm 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 always out. You know, I work seven thirty in the yeah. morning to seven thirty at night, mm. and that's clockwork. Yeah, and I'm just like, yeah, I, I can't do anything. Mm. I'm just home. Yeah, listen, it, it, it's good for a little bit, but man, it, it, it does take a toll when you're just home and just not doing anything. You just want to do something. Well, you know? it it. it, it personally didn't feel as bad because it's not as if like I was just going through it we were all going through it so like at least we all found solace of like (laughs) at that point I mean it felt like the sky was falling perpetually for so long that it just was like yeah wow can it it, it get anywhere it was bad for the economy I think as a whole that um, uh, BLM business is closing George Floyd you know yo no I remember when the bubble came on like they had a game one o'clock, three o'clock, five o'clock, seven o'clock. I yeah. was like, I, I was like so glued to the TV. Oh, the bubble was awesome. Was the bubble basketball. was so litty. That was great basketball. It was so litty. But that wasn't the first sport that came on, right? Was it hockey that came on first? I, there was no, no, no. Mm, it was around the same time. No, it was just the fact that I think we, so. Actually, we literally were doing right. nothing for the yeah. longest time. So the fact that they had basketball 3 p.m. on Wednesday, yeah. I mean, that would never happen in normal life. So yeah. it was just like we were so starving for it. But, you know, you really brought up a, a deep point that I know that Sean and I probably also ascribe to is that, yo, man, before the pandemic, I mean, yo, looking at my calendar on Google is like the who's who, the where's where of like killing, 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 killing. I don't even know how I made referee rant when I was super busy and then having all the responsibilities of being a father, a parent, mm. and then doing this. So oh, happy belated Father's Day, by the way. 
I appreciate yes, that, sir. man. Happy Father's Day to anybody in to your family as well. Thanks, man. Yeah. Sean, yeah. Sean feels like he's going to be a dad soon in like two years. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's coming to him. But, nah. you know, I, I just think that the normal beats that you normally do of teaching, of coaching, of your own endeavors, family time, and your girl time, it, it probably felt like such a jarring feeling that your normal beats of life weren't, wasn't going to be the same. And also, like, and I know you as a coach, I want to say June, I had no idea if, like, volleyball, like, I'm just, it's not even a thought in my, matter of fact, when you met me, I was 30, 40 pounds heavier. Like, I lost crazy amounts of weight since I saw you. And that was, like, so before of, like, when, what happened. And what I'm trying to say is, like, volleyball was so far out of my mind that I was drinking and thinking, dog. Like, I wasn't even thinking. I didn't. What, we can't do nothing, so I'm drinking, man. I'm chilling. Like, I'm, I'm, with, my, I'm with my son. We could play video games. It's like the first. It felt like Hurricane oh, Sandy. All video games, man. But prolonged. Like, <laughs> like, I remember Hurricane Sandy. You'd be like, I can't go to work. I don't got yeah. gas. Yeah. Now you could just be like, I'm in protocols. Like, it was so crazy. Bro, and the, the crazy thing about it was like nobody had an answer. Yeah. Of, of when this was ending. I mean, we just started having answers, too. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, well, that's why. Over a year. We should have fired Fauci long time ago. But <laughs> going back to, like, not feeling those beats, you know, especially those times, like a year ago around this time, June, you know you're supposed to have a football camp. You know August is supposed to be training camp. You know that's the beginning of the season. And for a little bit, that was not only up in the air, it wasn't even probably a thought in your mind. So what did you do to fill your time of the lack of football that normally was happening and, and also teaching? How did you get your fill every day? So, so during the pandemic, you know, I was just I came on a new staff, St. John the Baptist. Uh, shout out to St. John the Baptist football, man. Those guys really, you know, blessed me with, with an opportunity. This is like hurts. Yeah. Me oh my God, you know, mention this. So, um, hey, listen, man. So I, I came on a new team, and listen, when there's a will, there's a way. So even when this thing was shut down, you can't do anything. You can't go to the school. You can't. Listen, we had Zoom meetings often. We actually met up at a, at a local park and told players, hey, listen, we're going to have some going on here. Like, just meet us there. Like, I felt like we didn't skip a beat. Like, we nice. didn't start in February. We didn't start in March. We started in June, July, and then we just kept going. We did our seven on seven during the fall. You know, that was pretty successful. And then, you know, we kept going in the winter. And then we just shot right through the spring. So we, we didn't miss a beat at all. You know, we just, we just stayed prepared, man. And then those kids are hungry. You know, especially those seniors out there, man. They didn't think they were going to have the season. Yeah. And, and that, that will break my heart, you know, because I was in that position. Like, God forbid, if I missed my senior season off of this. I want you guys to think about this, though. And it's like a very philosophical question. It's kind of like, what's first, the chicken or the egg? But I often think about those seniors because some of those seniors that I really didn't think that I was going to see from my volleyball team. I had the pleasure to, at the very least, see them for three weeks before they, you know, send it off, even though they only won a championship um, their junior year. However, my only solace is that senior year, everybody was in protocols. There was no coronavirus won the championship pretty much. But, you know, we ended up canceling our season the day after uh, senior day, and I was on the mic. And, you know, like, it, it, it really, like, Tinged on me emotionally, and I don't know if they saw it as the moment because the kids were so used to 
whatever they were doing. And I can't imagine, and I'm sure all of y'all can't imagine what it would be like to be a high school student during this. I mean, fortunately for me, and, and I mean, you was in the classroom for a little bit. I didn't really have to wear a mask for a prolonged period of time. Right. But I can imagine like you doing that and like you're really trying to focus and concentrate. That's got to be a, a, a very, a very tough thing. But, you know, what I wanted to ask you first is that whole flag football component. You're a football coach. And I always thought, especially like all of my years of experience officiating flag football at the youth level, I always find without fail, they would always get like a defensive coordinator or a middle school coach of football. And every time they would coach, I feel like they're coaching the wrong sport. Like I always feel like, why, why do I know more than you? Like, why are you not practicing this? Why are you like treating it like it's football? So what I wanted to ask you is at that point, when they, when you found out that you were going to have a flag football season, a seven on seven, first of all, what, does alignment do like what about all those other you know positions that aren't really focused on that as a as a coach what do you do like are they on the crowd and also like did you have to kind of tailor your style because it wasn't football that it was flag football i'm just interested to hear this yeah so like with the linemen what we did was we you know we had our alignment coach uh he pretty much did drills with them and we just you know that was a hard thing i think that was the hardest part of the whole uh, fall season was getting those linemen involved and keeping them st- stick around, you know, for our spring they season. You should have done 707 have. Legends linemen edition, like figure out a different oh, game. Oh, we were, we were talking about that before. I know you were. I knew it. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about the, the nine, uh, 909. Oh, 909 flag, yeah. And the seven. Like seven, whoever seven can stiff arm yeah. the best. Like what do we, how do we quantify <laughs> but, this as yeah. successful? Look, I mean, coming soon though. I mean, it's physical. It still gets physical. Eight man. Eight man's very physical. So, you know, you've seen these guys out there. They get physical. Oh I played it. <laughs> yeah. That's where I started off. Yeah. You don't want to get, <laughs> you don't want to go into eight man thinking that it's just flag football. Cause if you go on, cause I'll just tell you what, if you play defense, when you catch that toss, halfback toss coming your way and you have two, 300 pound linemen coming at you. Yeah. Good luck. Figure it out. Good luck. Yeah. Well, going back to you, did you, you feel like, did you, modify your style because you were coaching flag football this time uh you know what it was we just you know we had our plays we had, we had everything set uh i think this was more of a blessing to us you know because you know we had new players new transfers because with that uh the transfer rule was different because mm. now you know how you know you know how it is yeah. players transfer and they have to wait a year yeah, and then now all of a sudden you can transfer and you could play right away so we had I, I'm, no joke like 15 to 20 transfers and, and I'm talking like dogs, you know, coming from different spots. And, and it was just more of a blessing because it just kind of worked itself out. Like, all right, let's learn the offense, but let's learn it in a seven-on-seven seven way against competition, good competition. We played St. Anthony's. We played Chaminade. We played Kellenberg. And, and, and they, they just got up to speed. And then when we're in the spring, it was just like second nature. Mm. So God forbid if we had all those transfers in and we had to start the fall season. That, you know, that's, I, that's why I considered that seven on seven a blessing rather than just having nothing at all. They it had like stayed, a tuna. They, and you know what? Listen, it was the weirdest thing having a spring season for football. I'm very, like, I have never so experienced. Is there, is there a fall season? 
there's, yeah, there's going to be this. Yeah, it's, it's August, September, October, November, December. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. mean, December if you go deep. St. Okay. John the Baptist rarely goes deep. Uh, okay. Oh, shit. Stay hey, tuned for us this year. Again? Huh? What's it's Kellenberg. Kellenberg. Oh, they play each other? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we've been we've been. What's the history like? Between well, the well, with the last game, they they got us in the championship game. You know, I give you guys that they we played in the uh, the double so final Kellen, game. Right? So Kellenberg yeah, has more championships. No, because we've been, and I hate to say this, I'm I'm sorry, anybody that's a, a firebird. Um, we've been doo doo for the very longest time, <laughs> but then we had this kid named Matt Sluka, yeah. who basically oh the quarterback, yeah, see, you know, his, his brother plays. Yeah, but he ain't he ain't Matt. But anyway, Matt. <laughs> his his whole his whole tenure on varsity he ran the table i mean they just were yeah he was he was disgusting that was the huh. only and i'll tell you why because look i'm the volleyball coach i feel bad because we've won seven league titles we've won two state championships like we're the toast of the school i mean we're the best team in the school hands down mm-hmm. nice so perennially you're like well football team coach hannafin shout out to coach hannafin he Taught the class when I um, learned how to drive a commercial. I got a com- CDL, commercial driver's license from that man's tutelage. But nice. year in, year out, one in eight, one in seven, two and six, whatever machination. But it would always be a little to a lot. Always, always. And then I remember when they won with Matt Sluka. And I, I, obviously the kids that I coached, they're in the same grade as Matt. But they're not sweating it because the kids that were her his grade, they were also elite at whatever sport they played. You know, a lot of my kids, they'd be Division One basketball players, but they play volleyball. Be Division One lacrosse players, but they just so happen to play volleyball. So I was so blessed of like these kids that just so happen to play volleyball on the side and be super super good. Yeah. Um. But I, you know, I just I remember during the banquet, Coach Hannafin. Yo, he had, t- he was like, I want to thank everyone, like, we've lost, like, 30 years in a row. Like, he was so thankful and grateful, and, it, like, it really made me appreciate the situation that I'm in, that I'm always perennially in contention, always in the finals. Like, it made me realize how precious it was and how difficult it is to get there from watching somebody that appreciates it in a such deeper level of not getting there at all, but... Since we're on the philosophical deep end, you know, this pandemic has really, you know, done a lot. I, I think as, as much bad it has, it like, I feel like it recuperated me. It regenerated me. I feel like I have a, a different win. I remember I was just reffing the other day and somebody was like, how was your break? I was like, I like that. I, I like that. But, yeah. you know, so many things have changed. Like you, St. John the Baptist, you got engaged. You're now an owner of a flag football youth league like a lot of great blessings have happened to you mm. what do you think you learned about yourself during this whole time of the pandemic oh man uh well during the pandemic i proposed to my rock you know that's my fiance congrats. shout out to giovanna yeah, was it congrats. socially distant and all that or no yeah we try to make it socially distant. it wasn't yeah. at all <laughs> <laughs> no but she's my rock and she's my everything so shout out to her um yeah man it just taught me a lot you know, it was just, it, it was just put a different aspect of life. Like, mm. like we would, I guess we just get so caught up into what we do, yeah, you know? You, you like signed up just, for Hulu, right? Hulu? No, no, You no, didn't no. have Hulu no, no, before, no, no. now you got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, it just puts a different perspective, man. Like, like just a life with nothing and just 
you know, you just enjoy the people around you, yeah. you know, like we in me, I, I'm always on the go. So I never get to experience that. And then we just had finally had the time, you know, and it's just, and it, it's actually a blessing. You know, this whole thing, everybody said it was just like the worst thing ever. No, I just looked at this as I always look at the positive and things, you know, into the negatives. But um, yeah, that's, that, that's what I saw in it. Just more of opportunities and, you know, instead of me feeling bad for this whole thing and me not doing anything, let's, let's do something still. You Listen, know, we're still it's, living. Yeah, it's it's always your attitude, no matter what perspective. And you know, just like Sean, he has a Jay Z quote. I'll I'll say a Jay Z quote of mine. Maybe I'll put it on my personal page and put it as a quote. <laughs> but a loss ain't a loss. It's a lesson. That's what Jay Z said. A nice. loss ain't a loss. It's a lesson. Nice. And I read this book almost 15 years ago. It's called Think and Grow Rich. It's by Napoleon Hill. It's like the first book that I ever read that wasn't like required for school or anything. And I was 26 years old. I remember reading this line, it said, every negative instance that happens in your life, there's always a equal and opposite positive benefit. I was like, damn. And me and Sean, I felt that with Sean the other day because he was really sad boys. I'm not gonna get into why you were sad boys, but you were like, I'm moving forward. It felt like you had a silver lining and you know, I'm really, Happy that you had your break because I know all three of us definitely collectively is always on the run. But, you know, I'm kind of happy that we're back to the beats. But, you know, obviously you have a very strong passion of just sports in general. Um, having said that, where did you grow up? What did you play growing up? What did you play in middle school, high school and in college? So I grew up in Brentwood. Uh, you know, I went to East Middle School. Uh, Ross High School graduated from there. Uh, I actually played football at the BYA. So that was our youth league, you know, Brentwood Youth Activities. Uh, I started at eight years old, and I quit my first year. Mm. So I was playing with my brother. So my brother is now the assistant coach for University of North Carolina football. And shout out to Zach Crespo. Yeah, that's my boy right there. Let me nice. So your brother's a what? He's an assistant coach Coach at 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 the University of North Carolina. So this is this is Chapel Hill. This is Tar Heels. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, weird, so, uh, weird that your family is hashtag blessed, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, so me and him were on the same team. And then, you know, we just got through practices, and it was just like, kept getting heads our first year. We were like, we were just walking out of practice, walking out. We were like, before we, you know, met our parents. We were like, are you done with this? He's like, yeah. I was like, you want to quit? He's like, if you do. So we just both quit at the same time. Jesus. <laughs> so then, and that was pretty much my, my football days. And then I went to play soccer mm. uh, that next year. But then the following year, I came back. And then from there, I played all the way till I was 23, mm. straight through. Nice. You know, and then I uh, played at college, uh, Nassau Community College, then played at SUNY Cortland. And then that was my, my playing career. Wow. That's incredible, man. That's somebody that quit and then started taking it serious. And, nice. You know, I, I just try to always conceptualize. What because, position? Uh, throughout my whole career? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wide receiver. Nice. Yeah. So you must awesome. have been fast. No, I started off as a lineman. You know, I was still new. I was like, what am I going to do? Like, what's, so what's the hesitancy for this beach league then if you're... <laughs> That fast. Bro, <laughs> that 31 hits you different. 31? I felt like I was in my peak. I felt like no, I was playoff P. No, I was like 20, like 21. I was 21, 22. I was like, 
You felt good. Oh yeah. Like and I was, I started off playing flag, so we're gonna get to that in a second, but started off playing flag like during my Nassau days. Mm. You know what it is? Because I was just training and I was like, yo, I'm not getting reps. I'm not I'm not running routes, I'm not catching the ball. You know, I'm not facing competition. So I'm I'm not gonna put on pads. So you're like, I'll guess I'll play this prophylactic so, so version then, of football. So so one of my former coaches, he actually had a uh, uh, flag team uh-huh. at an LIFFL. What was their name? Oh wow. I love hearing the names because it's always this super is, this funny. Is over ten years ago, my mind's not there. Um, shoot, Knights. That is the Knights. So unoriginal. The Knights. <laughs> they could have been the Booger Bears. Yeah. They could have been the five dollar value meal. Like they're <laughs> no, the it was Knights. A, Come it, on. It was, a, it was Chris Mooney's team. So shout out to Chris Mooney for uh, giving me the opportunity playing this team. But like he needed another guy. He needed a receiver. So yeah, he's like, probably like Mooney, he played. Chris and this, this is is he is he a Misfits quarterback? No, that's his, his uh, uh, the nasty Same work. Guy? No, it, it, both his sons play on that team, nasty work. Oh, nasty work. Yeah, both oh, his okay. sons play there. You have there. a team nice. in your league called Nasty Work? Yeah. And then, bro, top seed. Yo, I they think we should do seed. it. And I'm going completely off the freaking subject, but just table this. We should have, like, whoever gets the best, like, name of a team has to get a prize. Pittsburgh Feelers. No, they can't. It, we're, we're, it's a youth league, Sean. Oh, snap. It's a youth league. I said the... I uh, hope it's not that. Maybe it could be Pittsburgh like... Pittsburgh Steelers. The, Pittsburgh. There you go. Pittsburgh. Shut the front door. Maybe it could be something like that. But... um, You can beep that out, right? <laughs> I got you. 35. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, 35. Oh. He forgot. See, he's not used... Because... As you said previously in a podcast, I got so much passion for the adults. You're about to be in the kid life. <laughs> oh, man. You're about to get in the kid life. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So what did you think about, and I'm just always so interested about this, because just from a flag football perspective, right? So now I'm, I'm thinking, just me and myself, I'm always around the game, and I always hear it. Dude, this guy played in college. This guy played in Cortland. What does the player think about that? Because I'm like... Okay, so you play football at Cortland, wide receiver. This has to be a joke. This has to be a joke. I'm sorry. This has to be a joke. Tell me what your perspective is the first time you play flag football. So the first time I played, they're like, oh, yeah, this guy plays in college or whatever. Like, listen, I don't, I, I don't get that to my head, you know? Like, there's some, some players out there that haven't played high school football. Yeah. And, and, they're, and they're just all out. So I give, I give respects to them. But um, Soccer players. It, yeah, 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 and <laughs> it, basketball it, players do. Yeah, it, listen, and they just you know, listen. You're gonna have your good players. You're gonna have your bad players. It doesn't matter where you are, because I've seen some D1 players that are just they're not fit for flag. Mm. You know, so me, I was just you know, receiver is the easiest I think position to play in flag because you don't have to worry about grabbing flags on defense. You don't got to worry about you know. Reading a defense as a quarterback, or, you know, is or a lineman. It, it, listen, a you receiver. All you, gotta, all you gotta do is just run around, catch the ball, make a move. Outlaws, right? Outlaws, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I brought you my outlaws team. You had some tanks. Oh, bro, because uh, listen, in some football, guys like monsters. Yeah, because in football, I realized, especially in flag, them. especially in flag, you win in the trenches. Yeah, you you can dominate games, and um, we were we were one of the top teams in that league. And, bro, and that one year was just competitive. We had the Ducks. Uh, it was just... just now, you guys are talking Bulldogs as if you guys that, were refs? Yeah, that was you guys really are good. talking like right now as if you were refs? Like no, he, he was, was playing. playing. He was playing. No, I, I, yeah, I was playing, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, so I, I, since I was 20, and then I stopped when I was 30. 
So I played for 10 years and I, and you know what? I had this, this back injury, man. That just was never getting better. And Still? I, yeah. Yeah. So I just, you know what it is? And then I played. And then during his seasons, like I, I would play with it and I, it would look like I would have something up, you know, <laughs> my butt. So I'm just like, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Can you and confirm it, that was something, it looked like something was up his butt or no? <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't recall? Okay. No, pause on that. Very but, descriptive. Yeah. But, uh, uh, but I was just, no. you know, I was just, <laughs> I was just never getting better. It was just, and then it, it was just to a point where age 30, I was playing indoors mm. You know, and then our team just won the championship indoors. And um, then the pandemic happened and everything shut down. So we were, you know, we just won a championship. We're now nice. in the top division. And we're like, I think the, f the final game of the regular season, we just clinched playoffs. And all of a sudden they're like, yeah, we're just going to shut it down. And, and you know, looking at my team, you know, we're, we're older. You know, we, you know, the youngest guy we had on there was my brother, my youngest brother. Uh, Dallas Cross, shout out to Dallas Cross, out there. His but, name is Dallas, bro. Listen, why? QB one. You right? wanna, Lazy you wanna Anna. hear so his middle family. name? You wanna hear his middle name? I hope it's not Emmett. No, Blue. Dallas Blue, but Blue is spelled B L E U, like my blue man, cheese. My man's little brother's name is Dallas. He, a, cause his. Family was what, uh, he's a uh, quarterback right now, right? Yeah, he's a quarterback at Case University. Name, yeah. Dallas Crespo. Yeah, that's fire. It's all right. I yeah. seen him at uh, the Brady's thing actually. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, he trains with Brady, and then um, yeah, he's he's at Pace University right now. He just finished his first semester. Is he playing? Yeah, he's playing. Yeah, yeah. Damn, so we just running the fam, huh? Bro, that's football is like. That's that's love, you know. Yeah, that's, that's where our heart lies. I like that, and I and it it seems like it's like um like an alternate reality because that's just not my reality. And that's, that's really cool that you have such a deep passion for football in general. Um, interesting question. Do you think that football and flag football are one and the same or do you truly treat them like two different sports? It's a good question. So I feel like eight man can translate more to the real game just because you're adding linemen to it. And, and literally, you're blocking. Mm. <laughs> you're doing everything that you do at pads. <laughs> the only thing you're not doing is tackling. You're just pulling a flag. So I started out an eight-man, mm. and I transitioned myself to five-man. I'm like, yo, man, I, I, just, I just can't take this mm. beating anymore, man. And then, you know, I switched to five-man. You know, we did the, the night league, and then we you know, made a team and brought guys back, and we, you know, won a championship in indoor. And then after that, that was pretty much it. And then we just, like, looked at ourselves and were like, you know what? Let's just, we're done. You know, we, we got families and, gotcha. you know, everybody got kids and we're just, you know, we're just at a point of our life, you know. But I still see some guys out there that are 45 still kicking it. Yeah, they You know, are, the Evolutions team they you got over there. <laughs> yeah. By the way, boss, can no. I ref your uh, a summer league? Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get you synced up, man. Oh, right here with a, me. We're going to have a big ref, uh, big ref meeting with everyone and um, introduce you. I try to be the most entertaining about, referee there is. What's that? I try to be the most entertaining referee there is. Yeah, man. I mean, it's about, like, you just got to, like, pay attention, have fun. I can't um, wait till you see me ref like football. <laughs> I just can't. You're going to be like, wow, okay. We'll, I didn't know it was going to be We'll make like sure this. to uh, make it, like, a hard knocks, like, Legends hard knocks. <laughs> Imagine that. Going deep with Ralphie, the ref at That's the That's so funny. That's so funny. So I didn't even know this whole backstory that you just were in the league. You were going in A, and now you're... 
it all makes it sounds so incestuous, but um, flag football brings everyone together, man. It's what's about. I love man. flag football, man. Yeah, it's it was like, one of those things, man. It was just you know, our, our, all my friends played football, so it was like that was our one way of connecting. Because I feel like it's more inclusive, right? Because yeah. like it, it's. You know, just, just, and we were talking about this before, like in the city, PSAL, Public School Athletic League. I've had some gangster games with Bronx girls, and they're like, yo, you got to take out your earring. Come on, ref. It's like flag football. Like, yeah. they're playing it. They mm-hmm. Like, it's awesome that these girls are just, like, getting out their anger for real. And it's dope to watch. Like, wow, I can't believe this sport that, you know, I felt like it, it it's like an afterthought, something that, you know, got the passion for. So just administratively, what made you, you know, how did it, how did it even go about? Like, now I'm just interested because now that I know this whole backstory, how'd you get cool with Sean? So I had my team in LIFFL and I was just like, you know what? You know, I played there for like a couple years and I'm like, you know what? Did I ever ref you? I don't know. Probably I, not. You'd remember me. My memory shot, but that, that's just me. All right. But um, might have. Might have. I don't know. But, uh, you know, then I, I heard of LI Legends. Mm-hmm. I actually came to that league as a fill-in for one of the teams. And uh, it was against one, one of your teams you guys made. That was, like, the first year. And you guys all made a team together. What year was this? Are you talking about... Uh, the first year. Duck Dynasty? Yes, Duck Dynasty. Yeah, yeah. so it pretty much what's the craziest part that was is... my squad right there. I, yeah. I filled in for a team that was playing against him. So, you know, a bunch of brown boys. I played D-line, actually. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I That's line- the first time you laid eyes on Sean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was just a match made in heaven. But, uh, you know, it was a playoff game, too. So, you know, the rules, are, you know, are different in different leagues. Like, you can't have a new person come in, you know, in the playoffs. You got to yeah. have this amount of games played. Yeah. And so, you know, so I'm lining up. So I, I get on the line, and all of a sudden, I, I, one of the commissioners was just looking at me. He was like, Oh, I never seen you before, <laughs> and I and I just like smirked and I just looked at the ball and you know, and then that was just. <laughs> Did you go like this? Get to know me. Yeah. yeah. And then just, just oh, but but, but his team was solid. Yeah, my that team, team was, was solid. So they they yeah. they scraped us, but uh, no, we had, we have we had a we had a good. Um, so there was a lot of teams like that were there then that are still playing now, which right. is crazy. No, like yes. Skulls, oh, that's yes. not crazy. The skulls are playing. The, yeah, and listen, I, I played the guys. Why do you think that's crazy? Um, it's just a long, it's a long time. I mean, you've been playing for nine years and I mean, I've been reffing bras since he was yay high. No, I know. But just like, I'm saying as a unit, you know, I'm not talking about people, but like teams, you know, like guys have stuck together. And I I played against those teams. So pretty much after that, the ducks, the ducks, you know, so, so after that, after that whole game, so I'm like, this league is dope. Like they got highlight videos and you know, they got you know, people around like just watching and you know, you don't, you don't they see have, that in the league. They have everything that no other league Yeah, has. you don't, you don't see that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, I got a team, you know, and I'm just kind of tired of what I'm, what I'm in already. So let's, let's just try it out. Let's so you said, you saw LI Legends, they, they provide free biscuits. Oh yeah. Yeah. When you <laughs> walk in. Yeah. And the Gatorade too. Yeah. You got forks. Yeah. Yeah. And don't hold me on the biscuits though. <laughs> Now you're going to have people come in the field like this Sunday. Yo, so, biscuits, so, so I guess, so I guess my Sean, biscuits, man? I guess Sean approached you. He, he probably went, went up to you and was like, your team has accounted for $4,000 of my money. Thank you. Is that, is that how y'all got cool? <laughs> Tell me, Sean, how, how did you get like cool with Blake? Um, I mean, I don't know. I think overall, like, Legends has just gone like from beginning infant stages to where it is now. 
a lot of moving parts has changed changed a lot of people that were around aren't around right now um so i think that with all the changes throughout the years um you know the vibes and the energy that i was trying to create you know i was only trying to attract like good energy and good vibes and good people around me so i think that's kind of what i changed up within the referees within the league itself even just teams that want to just you know do whatever they want um try to just you know focus on the positives like you guys said before mm -hmm. um and yeah just you know we were around i guess he was like i want a ref i think and you know after a while of refereeing and even before that um you know i think overall you know you're kind of just around people you kind of you get to know them you you get you know they're reliable um you know you know they show up you know they're not gonna you know screw you on you know an assignment and that's kind of like what what i kind of you know saw as a character and then you know just overall with referees as a whole you know if you don't show up to an assignment or if you're just like a dickhead about something or whatever right then uh oh you gotta bleep, bleep that out too sorry um then <laughs> he's, he's so used to and, and, and bleep out my butt comment by the way oh okay. yeah now i gotta really look <laughs> nah, into it you got some work to do now yeah. um but yeah as a whole like it was just really it was good to create like just that energy around you and then everything kind of fell into place from there so um the idea came about you know he was reffing a lot and i was like you know what i need to find i need to have someone reliable um that i could trust and people that are local that know people and um you know just someone with a drive and motivation and and then you came along too on top of that and then i met you and i think as a whole you want like people that are willing to put in the work and are have good energy and they are they're passionate about the game and i think that's what it's about so i think that's where we're that's why we're sitting here right now talking on the podcast absolutely man and we're definitely <laughs> united in that front and that's the type of energy that i felt that first night that we really met each other and you know i think what's really interesting with you because like and me and Sean can relate to this, like, I'm more basketball, like, I'm more volleyball, like, football is, like, an afterthought for me, but flag football, for some reason, I learned how to officiate with, with flag football. That was, because, yo, all I could think about was, like, I'm giving $5, I play an hour, I may lose by 10 points. Meanwhile, this ref don't want to be here, and it's, like, his fifth game. How much you made? 40 a, a game? What am I doing wrong here? Like, I don't want to play that much. So that's how I got into it. But as much as you fraternally, all your brothers have been deeply ensconced in the game of football, your father is a basketball official. What was that like growing up, just having a referee father? You know what it is? I just, just seeing his games, you know, I just, I just love to watch, like, just going to his games mm. because, I, you know, I see him and I also see the game too. Yeah, yeah. But just the way that he refs and just, you know, the respect that he gets from coaches. He like, cold, that's just, boy. That's, that's he different. He cold. Like, referees don't get that. He cold. You know? And, and you know, he's strict. Like, he, he doesn't sugar, you know, it's, he's, he's like. He also has, like, such a gangster swagger. Like, I don't know. Have you ever seen his dad? No. His dad, yo, his dad's like, I definitely can't talk to this guy. Like. <laughs> like whatever oh, he says kicking, is clearly me out when I'm playing. Nah, but look, I definitely feel like <laughs> like skill for skill. I'm yes. definitely at his level. Mm -hmm. I'm just nowhere near his level of experience. Awesome. I'm nowhere near, yeah, he's been near the his. Game for a long time. I mean, you could just see the way he just like in this situation. And 
Listen, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely evolving. I've gotten to the point where the coaches respect me. I ain't Willie Crespo. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Willie just, it, you know what I mean? It's just whatever. But um, aside from watching him now, how much do you think subconsciously that affected you to say, like, you were more open to refereeing because you kind of knew what it entailed already? Yeah, well, the crazy part about that was, uh, I think when I was, like, out of college, I think it was, like, 23, 24 he brought up the idea. He's like, yo, take the class. Take the class. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, I'm just good. So, like. He said, you want to work at McDonald's for 18 <laughs> while I'm getting this $50 bag at the Babylon Wreck. Uh, and, then, you know, just year after year, he was like, bro, take the class. Take the class. And I'm like, oh. You know, and then there was just one day. Now it's just like, you know, bills started coming up. <laughs> when you get older, it just happens. And I'm like, you know what? Let me try this thing out. Yeah, so I, I got certified as a, uh, a Suffolk football official. And then uh, I can't really do games like that either because I coach. I know. I, I have the so, same problem. So uh, my first year, I just did like two middle school games, you know, and, and of course. And, and, uh, you holding and, the chains? No. <laughs> and, and football, you get five quarters, you know, but in that fifth quarter, you get paid a little extra. So I'm like, all right, good. I'm about to make this much, whatever. So they sent me out to Hampton Bays, Ooh. all the way from Brentwood. To play, you know, poor Jeff. Hampton Bay's middle school game. Middle school. That's Hampton Bay's and poor Jeff. We played them. That was in our division, actually. Yeah, that's so yeah. You had to go yonder. No, we did. That sounds like yonder. That's actually where I got yeah. this fucking shit on my fucking leg. Some guy had metal cleats on a kickoff. And oh just my stepped god! Right on my fucking leg it was the. I was like, beat. We can just go. We can just. It's that's okay, it, man. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna take it. You know what? Kids are just not going to listen to this. We're just going to leave everything in and like, just know that even though this is for Legends U, this is for Legends X tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just, yeah, you know, right. the Hampton Bays had like 16 kids. Poor Jeff had 17. You can't have a fifth quarter with that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God. I drove all the way out here for, for this amount. You know, so I'm like, you know, what? I'll just take it. And then, uh, and then my next game I played, you know, I refed. It was a Sachem for Sachem. It was like one of those games that, you know, the middle schools combined and they had like a big thing and everybody come, it came out and then it was just, it was a good game. And, you know, I, I just, you know, from watching my father, it was just more the confidence thing that he had, you know, and he just didn't, didn't so have you, like a, uh, like you a, like thought, a soft, like. You, you thought that was regular too. Like oh, you, yeah, didn't, you yeah. didn't think that. No, yeah. Like but, once you saw a, a, like a scared ref, you were like, you, you thought that was weird. Tell. But and you I thought, could, yeah. you probably thought that was weird because you're so used to your dad just. Yeah. And he was just, and, and that's all it is. It's yeah. just like, doesn't matter if the, because you know, I, I see my dad get yelled at. I'm talking like finger in the face and, and he just kept his cool. It was just more like his persona, yeah. you know? And then it was just more like, and he's ranked in the top in Suffolk, like in all three sports that he, you know, especially umpires, baseball, he refs he football. He do baseball? Baseball. He's like uh, top three <laughs> every year. And then you have football. He's, his crew is ranked up there too. And then girls yeah, basketball, you already has know girls basketball. one of your games? No, he can't. See, That's I illegal. Thought, I thought all he oh, did yeah, was, yeah. I thought all he did was basketball. Oh, he bro he did. He was, he probably uh, didn't know this about me. All year round. I do all these sports too. All year round. And then, so I, I actually started watching him in girls basketball. That's the first sport I saw him. So mm. just the way he kept, and especially in football, you know, it's, he just kept the same confidence. Yeah. You know, so I was like, hey, listen, if he could do it like this and he get the respect from her, because that's mm. the one thing he wants is just respect. Yeah. He doesn't want to like, oh, it's okay. You know, I'll, I'll make that call next time. I'm like, no, this is what it is. I'm interested to hear this 
about your father and at some point maybe he'll be on the show and I'll ask him this personally but I'm always interested to hear like you know I think people find it weird that I'm like really into women's basketball girls basketball but I just really love the purity of the game and I feel like it it pH balances me for all these adult league games that I do especially in flag football because it's like think about it I do flag football and I do girls basketball like so I'm completely not surprised that your dad and I was really surprised when you were telling that whole story. I didn't know he was a multi-sport official one. So when you were saying, when your dad was like, yo, you should ref. I'm like, he's not pushing you in the girls basketball? We're like, you going to do football? I didn't know he was in the football. I didn't yeah. know that. But you know what it is too? Like, and, and He done your games? No. That's, 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 that's like illegal. Weird. No, no, it's just illegal. He can't. He can't. It's really not illegal, but it, I guess the assignment won't put him right, in that situation. <laughs> But um, I think, you know, just learning more about basketball now because yeah. I'm being a basketball coach and just watching him just ref and just do what he does best. And I'm like, yo, I could, I could do that too, you know? So now you're only certified for football, and obviously you started the new Endeavor Legends, you with us. Um, if there's any sport that you would officiate, like another one, what would it be and why? Uh well, girls basketball, of course, because I'm just in the game. And then, listen, <laughs> the one sport that I think is just like, yo, if I could get this gig, mm -hmm. I'm good. Volleyball. <laughs> Tell me not. Yeah, Come on, volleyball it's, coach. It's, it's, a, it's a sore subject matter, I, and I'm going to tell you why. All the tournaments in Suffolk is lit. Like, we always go to, like, Smithtown East, John Glenn, Lindenhurst. Like, it's always really... That St. Anthony's and then the Catholic League in general is like really good volleyball. In fact, St. John the Baptist, say around three, four, five years ago, they were really good. Mm. But we never left and we for but they had a little flash in the pan. They were undefeated one year and we beat them in the championship. Hey, <laughs> hey St. John the Baptist, how was that? Dang. I'm sorry. My group is dirty right now. Just, That's just all right. To come out. I'm sorry. Damn. Um, <laughs> Damn, I forgot Damn. my I forgot my trailer <laughs> card. That was, that was so vicious. Come on, man. <laughs> but I need one of them sound effects in here, like you know, <laughs> So do you think that in the future you're gonna be reffing more or no? You don't you don't feel like I, I believe so. You know, I, I started to gain a love for it. You know, just you know, just refereeing football and listen. Like I, I, t I think I told somebody. I think it was one of the uh, the filmers you had uh, yesterday, and I was like, Rob. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Rob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Can you confirm that he loves refing it? Yeah. You love refing it. What? Do you love refing it? I, lo I mean, I love being around the game. It means I mean. Yeah. When he says I mean, that means no. I can't wait till you see nah, me, I love, man. I love being around. This okay, way, this can is what I, can, I, used can to I partner do. up with Ralph? Can, can <laughs> we just be like just partners this, every week? I'm gonna tell you this is what I did straight I mean, up. Youth yeah. game. I mean, youth game. It's like 85 degrees. It's like early September. I'm like, I'm like, show of hands, all of you. Everyone needs everyone. I need undivided attention. With a show of hands, how many people would rather be at the beach? They were like me. I was like, all right. So are you gonna be mad if I cut the clock 10 minutes? They were like, go ahead. I was like, thank you. Let's start the game. Oh, shit. But that's how you got to be. Like, I feel like, and, and I want you guys to learn this. And I think Sean's learning this because he's doing youth. And it's so much different if you haven't had experience with youth reffing. Man, it, you, the showmanship has to really be there, right? You have to have the presence of, like, somebody that's an ambassador that really shows them how to develop, 
you know, you kind of have to be a coach. Right. You kind of have to tell the parents, like, this is what's happening. And what I like to do is have a very resounding, booming voice. And I say, four minutes left, third down, pass only. 30-second clock is on, call your play. Mm -hmm. And then so when the coach is like, what down is it? I'm like, see, you're not paying attention. Yeah, see, like last weekend, I was with a great partner, Troy, man. Like... Who is this Troy? I keep hearing Troy, this Troy. Troy. Uh, is this Troy. Brad Pitt Troy in this is, movie? Troy is the, uh, he is the, um, he's the end all be all. He's the alpha omega, the father, son, and the I'm holy. I have a good comparison. Jesus uh, Christ, John Lennon. I would say he's Michael like, Jordan. He's just like the, the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible, I guess. I don't know. He's like the number one guy. In five men right now. Is that true? Just, That's yeah, I, I believe so. You know what it is? Because yeah. he, he just kept a, a good rapport with everybody. Everybody yeah. knows him. And just, you know what it is? He's, he's, he's a good guy, but listen, he does his job the right yeah, way. He's, and like, he's very he, he's, like, explaining. Yeah, he throws flags. Stuff. And of course, the, the players are like, shut people out, yeah, it's just like, he throws a flag and he's like, yo, what did I do? He's like, no, no, this is what you did. And then they're like, all right, I got you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like me, just I'm just like, I'm just deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, take the flag. Mm. You tackle them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a five-man flag football league. Mm. You tackle them, dude. Yeah. Now, see, I have such a different approach in flag football, but I'll tell you what happened to me tonight in basketball. Some kid just, like, really came at my face, and he was like, when are you going to start calling a foul? And I said, why is your effort in the argument so much more than your effort in the game. I'm disappointed. I don't want to call anything for you. Yeah, he walked away. Because he knew I was right. How are you going to be so passionate about arguing when you're not even playing that passionate to play the game? Don't look for me for no cause, man. Don't look for me for no cause. And I feel the same thing with flag football. There's so many idiosyncrasies when people are trying to, you know, and I think this is the most appropriate term that you could think about in in terms of connecting it with football. is like you have to unlearn so many things, right? Like five-man stiff arm is illegal. Oh. Every time something happens, like, you'll always know this. You'll have a, 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 a kid that's filling in. He has no clue about the rules, so he does a stiff arm. Yeah. <laughs> I always go, so you didn't read the PDF this morning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, Ralph, but we didn't, we didn't tell him. And, he, you know, he's, he's still going. He's like, what I do? What I didn't understand? But it's such a natural yeah, and, and, and it's just that transition from yeah. real, because those players played real football, man. Right. It's just different, especially right. five-man. That's just like, you got to, and I brought my team to five-man, and we played this team. There was like a scrawny team, too. Like, you just tell they were like non-athletes. What they, were their names? Ant-Man and the Wasp, part league? three? No. no talking about, talking about my league? Yeah. Like, Shadow? It was just like, no, <laughs> it was just. Shadow. Was it Shadow? <laughs> no, but it was, it was just like these teams, and then we, we played like, and that team wiped us off, man. Like, mm. it was just like, and not even, judge, not even close. You can't judge the book, though. And, but it's just like, yeah, exactly. Nah, but like, nah. you know, and it's, it's funny because I, as I kept playing year after year, it was just more like, if you got the chemistry, doesn't matter what you look like. It's like, you got that chemistry with your team. That's a fact. Yo, true story. I seen Braz be trashed. Uh, now he's elite. And I just remember there'd be like these new kids. They were all county or whatever. And they'd be like, yeah, we're going to kill them because... Ross don't look athletic. I'm like, bro, this kid has, I don't know, 24 seasons in. He gonna, he gonna wipe you. He gonna wipe you. And they like in disbelief when it happens. And they just cut you apart. That's what I love about flag football. It's like the greatest equalizer is that, yeah, athletics 
being athletic is definitely an advantage in flag football, but the biggest advantage is experience, wisdom, and knowing what type of adjustments you need to make. Did you ref that Bankies game this week? No, I didn't. Actually, what is this Bankies? These are blood Yankees. I was the second half. Oh, so the so the Bankies are probably one of the best uh, five man playoff teams we've ever had. The Bankies ever, yeah, five, playoff. So I'm not talking about overall. Do they ever play liffle ball? Nah, they're super young. They started out in Legends and never left. So they've been Bankies since ten. Um, so basically, they joined. I think I want to say like with the players that they have. Um, I want to say it was like five seasons ago. They've literally every season they've played. Basically, they've they've had they haven't lost in the playoffs. They literally haven't lost. They they are about to be in their fifth championship in five seasons. And so they're all young. Their number one receiver is should you know I want to say he should be in the NFL. Um, their their quarterback. <laughs> is this facts? Their quarterback. Facts. Their quarterback trains with like Judy Jarrell Judy and all these like NFL athletes has like a dime, like throws dime pieces. They just, I want to just give a shout out to the, the Falcons, man, because this team, man, it's a, it, like you were just talking about a good story. Like they had a really good story. They came into the playoffs. Everyone expected them to get, you know, whatever. They were playing screwed. They got wiped by screwed, maybe like 40 to like 12 in the regular season, right? They're a new team. They're super young. They play screw in the playoffs. They win by like 20 points first round. They see the Bankies uh, yesterday, and it was literally a 40 plus point shootout. Damn. They were up. They were up four points. No, they were up three points. I think it was. And I mean, it doesn't matter. Five man, but um, 30 seconds left in the game. Every I knew it. I mean, everybody who knew knew it. That. The first play was going to be a deep shot to this kid I'm talking about, the NFL player. And B. Drumgoal, he's a fucking ridiculous athlete. He just goes up and fucking just mosses this kid. He's just, he's too good, man. It's a cheat code. He's literally, literally throw the ball. To How old him. is he? 19? I mean, listen, it was, a de- it was a big play. You know, maybe they should have had someone over the top, but that combination is just lethal, man. They're about to be in their fifth championship, fifth season. Uh, nah, the kid, he's probably like 23, maybe um, around that age. Um, but he's just, yeah, um, that's going to be an interesting finals. It's it's going to be, I believe, Beast Mode team one? Or, no, Wolf, so Wolfpack. Yeah, Wolfpack, you, yeah, I, yeah, I rep them. They're Wolfpack pretty good. But, but the game, um, the, way, the reason I was bringing them up is because the Wolfpack, they were a young team. They didn't know what to do. They joined the league, I said. I said, yo, like, I'm, I'm just being honest with you guys. Like, you should be in B or C or D and just win and then move up, you know? And they were like, oh, this white boy lit out here. Let me show him a thing, too. <laughs> yeah. So they got smoked, like, the first few weeks. And I was like, I felt bad. I was like, dude, like, I don't want you guys. Give like, him a partial refund? No, no. I was like, I don't want you guys, like, you know, I want you guys to have fun and, you know, like, learn how to play. Learn, like, learn what plays to run. But something clicked, man. They started. They started just going off. They got hot, and they almost beat one of the best teams in you know five man history. I want to say so. And they've been hot since been hot. Um, so shout out to the Falcons, man. Even though they lost to the Bankies, you know it's nothing to sneeze at. They're like the one of the best teams in history. 
Uh, bankies, and that's huh? just and that's bankies. just yeah, that's just uh, why are they called the bankies? I don't know. They're like the NY bankies. I think you it's never like asked Yankees, them like, what are, why are you the bankies? Is it like something to do with the Yankees the Yankees combinations? Are you? Um, I don't know. Yeah, the Yankees and the the bank. Bisexual <laughs> Their uniform it is like the the pinstripe. Yeah, it's yeah. fire. And then with with green in this, so I yeah. guess it's something with like yeah, bank, like, like money, and then the Yankees, and then like like cash. Okay. All right, that's cool. I've hopefully, are they going to be in your summer league? Maybe I'll ref. They they might actually hang them up this summer, but hang it up for good. I mean, who knows? Because like a lot of them are like playing different teams and leagues and going different directions there. And like I said, they were super young. So like when you catch a young mm. team and they're hot, and then they just they keep winning. Damn. More opportunities open up for everyone. They're about to be the blankies. Nah. <laughs> say good night. <laughs> nah, but, but I mean, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, shout out to the Falcons for almost beating them. And then shout out, you know, teams, teams just like don't get like if they stay together, they learn how to play. They get better every week. Mm. They have a chance against the best teams and you just can't like ever just give up. You yeah. Know, you got to just like keep playing. I've seen so many guys that are down by like two touchdowns at halftime. They should just like, you know go and just like lose and go home but some of the guys they stay in the game like the boys from the bay when they beat uh the renegades you uh, played against them too yeah oh you played against renegades. yeah renegades nice. yeah that team how was it playing against them it's uh it was, it was a dog fight <laughs> like you know, nice. where they're from because and then me and suave are just like cool yeah, yeah. and that's just because of the respect that we have like you know i was yeah. I, I had my outlaws because i can't call my team the cowboys because people our Giants fans, so I had to change it up into something that's similar. So I had the Outlaws. Oh shit! And then with CJ, and yeah, uh, CJ, yep. And then it had those guys. And Jesse and came on, and yeah, it Jesse, was a, yeah, Jesse, yeah. Jesse, yeah, it was on Dream Colors. Really? Mm-hmm. He played with you guys? Yeah, for like for like a season. Oh shit! Sure. But he was, yeah, he was, he was a big part. Of course. And then, um, yeah, and then we just had a rivalry from, from the Renegades, you know, because it was just like, yeah, it always came down to the last possession. Mm. Nice. You know, so I think uh, me and Suave had that that connection there. So shout out to Suave, and then uh, his team just played this past weekend, huh? They yeah. played uh, uh, they the Ducks. Play, they had a nah, They had to play the best team in the country, Bulldogs. The Bulldogs, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Did they win. Yeah. Uh, it was so it was actually a good game. Um, it was six nothing game in the first half, and then uh, the second half just got away from them pretty quickly, and they lost twenty to zero, but. They fought, man. They they had some good defensive stands. The first the first part of the game was just back and forth stops, and then the Dawes were the first to score, and then from there, they were able to get another touchdown and quickly score again after that. So, it was just when you if you play a team that's really good, it's like playing the New England Patriots. You can't make you can't make a mistake. I know what a twenty zero uh, Bulldogs win is like. I definitely have. Well, Brian hasn't played because of his injury, but you know he's. No, but the, the core it's always team, feels though. the same. Yeah, yeah. So it always feels like it's like a special admin. What's crazy is that I started flag football by refing them all the time. So, like, I've been kind of spoiled. Yeah, Flyers or whatever the name is. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just, I, I, <laughs> yeah so 49ers, I ref them. It's like my whole summer, I ref them exclusively. Uh-huh. But, like, you have such a deep passion for everything you do, whether it be coaching, playing, teaching. Obviously, they all come together just through your passion of sports and it obviously emanates through everything that you said thus far um, but 
after everything you said, what do you think of the attributes? What do you think it took to get to where you were at this moment in time as an owner of a flag, football league, uh, a coach, a teacher, somebody that plays and also refs the game? It's just the people that you surround yourself with, you know? It's just more of those people that bring you up. Like my fiance, she's, she's one of them that, especially with this flag league, you know, that we're, that we're about to kick off. Um, you know, I, I was like kind of thinking about it, like, oh, I really don't know. And she was like, listen, you better do this. Like, this is no, you can love. leave. You can leave. It's OK. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she 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 knew what type of passion I had for it. So she was the, the driving force to it. You know, like any part of my life. She's, nice. she's like that. So, yeah. And, and um, you're doing such a great thing because there's been so many people that have not mentioned their significant other on the show. Oh, I have to. And they've they've gotten to. flack like they've gotten legit <laughs> flack. And I felt like. I didn't mean to be part of your beef. Like, that's not what my intention of my show nah, was. Yeah, so. but, but, you know, just, again, like, people who surround yourself with, like, you know, just, like, my passion for sports, it all started with my family. And, you know, like, like all three of us, you know, talking about me, Zach, and Dallas, like, we all stood within the football realm. It's just, like, whether it be coaching and you know, playing football and, you know, refereeing, you know, it's just, it was just the heart and love we had, you know, mm -hmm. and just... It, we just grew, you know, and it, listen, I want to stay in this sport for as long as I can, you know, whether it be coaching, I think my playing days are done, but, uh, and refereeing too is just, you know, I, I just love the game. You know, I, I love coming Sundays and I, and I told Rob, we go back to uh, rewind a little bit, but going back to that conversation we had yeah. uh, about with Rob and I was telling him yeah. uh, yesterday and it was a playoff atmosphere you know, that, that, that first game I ref, there was like 40 people like around watching I'm like and that's big for flag that's, that's whopping <laughs> that's big and, and you know people are just talking having a good time I'm and used I'm, to seven yeah <laughs> but listen like you know it's it's a good crowd and you know I'm like yo give me these games all day give yeah. me this playoff atmosphere I love it. Like the, but you get that in youth youth there's like 300 deep yeah but listen yeah. yo give, give me that because there's some refs that they just get shy with the crowd oh, just no, like, no. and all of a sudden like god forbid they make a bad call and no. all of a sudden I do basketball, so that's regular to me. Like, it's weird that nobody's there ever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I've been long enough where I've ref to the point where it's like I've seen somebody break up with their serious girlfriend, find the serious girlfriend, moved out of their place, got a dog together, got engaged, <laughs> got married. Now we're talking about backsplashes. That's how long I've, you know what I'm saying? That's how long I've refed some of these people so like brian i mean me we've had so many different interactions it's like i just respect him as a dude man like I shout saw, out I to him Ahmad. i was like ahmad i saw i saw him at the field yeah Ahmad. and ahmad. i was like i was like yo i was like oh ralphie said what up <laughs> what and he's say? like ralphie who ralphie who ralphie yeah because they can't separate <laughs> the little i was like i don't know ralphie i don't know no ralphie and, yeah, then, you know, and then i like kept on describing he was like oh ralphie ralph he's like from the other other bench <laughs> he was like oh he good dude he good dude man yeah he's good people yeah, he's a good dude, man. I always call him Swiss Beats. Like, it gets under his skin when I call him Swiss Beats. <laughs> oh, no. Because he get all reckless. Like, why are you talking to me I like that? Sport, you I got no that. sons. <laughs> Stop it. But well, my man, shout out to, shout out to Ahmad, man. But um, what do you think it's going to take to get to where you want to go? And ultimately, where do you want to go in everything that you're doing? Oh, just just to listen. The, the sky's the limit, you know, with everything I do. You know, if I want to become a head coach mm -hmm. one day for a high school team, and then, you know, still stay in the game with refereeing. And then, listen, man, we got this Legends U about to kick off. And the sky's the limit on that one, too. I, w I would think it'd be so cool if me, you, and Sean did a girls basketball game. 
Like if we got Sean to come to the dark side for basketball, I can probably do it. Yeah. What girls basketball ref? Well, all I'll say is You're like saying refing. Yeah, the nah, I'm out. Yeah, really? Nah, I could do it. He he just hasn't been around me a lot, so. Nah, I already told. I don't I don't like doing basketball. Why? Because I'm a basketball player. I, I hate like I hate refing something where I'm gonna get yelled at, and then I want to like. Sean, play. you're not 35 yet. Wait wait till wait till you get to menopause and you can't play anymore. <laughs> then you're like, I want to ref. <laughs> now I'm the fastest ref nah, there is. I was at Brooklyn Bridge Park like two days ago. I've been, Here we I've been, go. I've been balling, man. Where you go? And we even talked about painting. The best was at the field when people was talking shit to uh, JJ. Oh, Moore. JJ Moore! <laughs> you know JJ? Yo, he's That's a Berwyn legend, right he's there. Literally dog. a professional a- athlete, and they were talking. And he was like, "Oh, you don't want to put a band on basketball, you know?" Like, yeah. <laughs> he said, "Put a band." Yeah. No, he we, said, "Put a band." <laughs> no, this is somebody. You know, it was, it was one, his playoff game. Yeah. So I was refereeing, and some dude was like, "Yo, let's go right now, five on five. And JJ just his eyes lit up. <laughs> yeah, he, it was like he was like nah. he was like he looked at me. He's like Blake. He said, "Who want to lose the money? Blake. <laughs> nah. Who want to lose know, the Blake. money? They don't know." Yeah. And I'm like, they really don't know. <laughs> One of the most reckless, like somebody that's the archetype. Somebody was like, they were they kept talking. He was like, "Oh yeah, Google me. I he got his phone. I go ahead." So he says his name. He goes, "Oh damn." <laughs> I love adults. Yeah. That's so funny. But you've had so many machinations of sports. If you can pinpoint one moment, what was the most stickiest situation that you've ever been in, whether it be playing, coaching, refing? Like, like stickiest, meaning like... Meaning just, like you tore your ACL and you got a ref or... Just like a tough situation. Oh, man. Um, I, I guess it just has to be my last game as a senior you know it was just more for of football. like yeah for like of course what well, actually in high school because Damn, it sounds like it's like, gonna be hurtful because i felt like you know at that moment you just don't know your future man like i wasn't highly recruited you know i just, you know i was trying to walk on a hofstra you know so i got to hofstra tried out didn't hear anything and all of a sudden i saw on espn that they cut their program out you know so i was in there so i'm like oh man what the hell am i gonna do and went to so Nassau, I'll play now. I'll still play. Yeah, it's just, you know, went to Nassau and then Cortland, you know, but it was just that, that last, and we were winning. And all of a sudden, you know, it was like fourth quarter, they wind up taking the lead, and then that was it. You know, Damn. we just had in our hands and just, just felt that, like, just slip away, you know, because, and in the two years prior, we were actually in the Suffolk County Finals. So we played William Floyd. And they're, they're, those, that team oh, they're is like just. the best. Yeah. Still? They still are. They're like the number one football player. Yeah, Always and forever. Yeah, yeah. That that coach is legit. You know, Paul Longo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Paul See, I, I don't I don't really know all this idiosyncrasies of Suffolk. Like I know Nassau D, but it's mm. always cool to hear. They, like they like the number one football program, but we'll, uh, when I when we played them in basketball, two thousand six, they got waxed. We, uh, oh, they're not good in basketball. We waxed. We waxed. By the way, I saw you. Floor. They had their own. They had a tournament, right? They host a tournament. They invite like four teams out or whatever it was, eight teams out. We we got invited out. And we fucking waxed them on their home court. I elbowed some, some like, huge dude on the sideline. Elbowed some huge dude. Like, literally, the co- I was, like, the Terminator. So, like, literally, like, there was a loose ball. And we both go, like, diving at to the ball. And the guy, like, does some, like, like you know, corny ass, like, little oh, shit on my, you know, kind of, like, smacks me a little bit on the side. 
So I just like come up and I elbow his head right into the floor. <laughs> he gave him the people's right elbow. In, right in front of their whole bench and all like huge dudes. You know Floyd, how mm-hmm. Floyd is like oh, every yeah. all the basketball players are like the football players. So they're all huge. So they see this like they see the you know, they see this white dude, a fucking elbow. Mike dude. Miller. I elbow the dude's head into the like the floor near the bench. And they're all like, damn. <laughs> all the crowds yell at me, like, get out of here. you like cursing at me, right? And I go over to my coach. He's like, get over here. Get over here right now. Get over here. And I like, get close to him. Did He's you like, go, what did I do? No, no, no. And then he, he got, I get close to him, right? And he like smacks my ass. He's like, good fucking job. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Well, you, so you were like, you were like, your sense no, I was like, I was like, I don't even know what I was going to say. You know? Yeah, you and thought it was like, going to go left. He's like, he's like, that's what I'm talking about. Take a seat. So it looks like I'm yelling at you. Then I put you back in the game. So did they go, did they go, you see, sure I had heart tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. And so the whole crowd was like Floyd, like big school. Yeah, uh, a lot of fans were there, and the whole crowd was screaming at me at this point, like cursing at me. The rest were like, "Keep me over here." Were you like this? And I'm like, "I'm good, I'm good." And I'm like looking at the whole bench, and they're all just like looking at me, like scared. Yo, you crazy? <laughs> yeah. Yo, that that, but not not for none though. But that basketball atmosphere is just different. Oh, yeah, oh it's yeah, the best. Yeah. Oh, it's different. You're, yeah, you're talking yeah. about like fans yelling at you. Yeah, the fans yeah. are yelling at you a foot away. Yeah. Like oh it's that's, it, that yeah. seems I mean, crazy. It's it's, yeah. it's like having forty people at a flag football game. It's yeah, pretty much the same sure. thing. That's that's true. Yeah. It was just like that for you, yeah. That's awesome. The adult league game I did tonight, like there, like I guess they were engaged and yeah. was, I was like, Why are you here? This yeah. this has to be terrible for you. And they're just like so enthralled that at least they're having some entertainment aside from the bad basketball that they're watching. But conversely, um out of all the coaching, refing, and playing that you've done thus far in your career. What is your best moment? Wow, my best moment. Um, okay, so... This podcast? It's... Uh, no. <laughs> have, to, uh, have to go back to my Cortland days, okay? So I think the best moment for me was just, you know, it was a playoff game. So it, it was not, not really a playoff game. It was the game to go into the, the tournament, you know, which is uh, the playoffs. So if we win, we win the conference. Okay, so I'm there. I'm, I'm on the travel team. So I go out. We're walking out. And then our starting receiver forgets his helmet. Oh, shit. Forgets his helmet. And coaches are yelling at him. Starting receiver yelling at him. Why would you leave your helmet back? And, of course, Cortland. And we, we had to drive to... Uh, oh, this is in college. Yeah, college. Yeah, yes. Cortland. So, uh, Keene College or Kane? How do they pronounce that? Do you know? Keene. I think it's Keene. Keene. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, so we traveled there. It was yeah. for the conference championship. How far is that from your school? <laughs> I want to I wanna say... Eight hours? Less, a little less than that. So, I, I mean, not little, but probably like five, give or take. Um, but so he leaves his helmet. Of course, this is the conference championship game. And I decided to give him my helmet. I'm like, here, listen, I want to win just as bad as you do. I'm not going to be selfish and say like, oh, you just didn't leave your helmet. I'm going to go play. No. You couldn't be like, let me, you can borrow it right quick, like on third down situations. <laughs> and just switch. So, so I, I gave him my helmet. I'm like, listen, you're going to play today. And we're going to be in this together. So I think it was that. That whole moment, especially for him, it was just like, all right, this is, it's about we, not me. You know? So it's so, like you thought it was an epiphany in his life. Yeah, and he, he was like, listen, you don't have to do it. I'm like, listen, bro, like. 
You were like, yeah. it says Crespo. They're probably going to give me credit anyway. <laughs> you know what that kind of reminds me of? You, you, got, you know Mighty Ducks? Yes. So when... The, the flying V part? No, nah, no. Nah, <laughs> when, so when they're in the locker room and the dude who's like a nasty shooter and like nasty overall player comes in, he hurt his wrist and he's like, coach, look what I can do. I can move my wrist back and forth. And he's like... And then he, and the coach goes like, sorry, man, like... All the rosters are filled, man. That's it. Like, I'm sorry. And he's like, what? There's nothing we could do. And then the guy, Charlie, comes out, and he's like, hey, you can have my spot. Damn. And then. Took your roster spot. And he's like, he's like, he's like, no, I want this. You know, I want us to win. And it kind of like, it was like similar. And yeah, then, it was and just. He, and he was like the coach, and he was like, I need you right on the sideline coaching with me. And that's. I think that's maybe where you know you kind of had the coaching aspect to it. Right? Yeah, and it's just you know I, I I've I've always been a we guy, not me. So it's just more of like, and a lot of these people, man, they don't think like that, and it's just sad. You know, we're we're in we're brothers. You know, like we're there for each other. It's like family. You know, you do whatever you want, you do whatever you can for them. But um, you know, at the end of the day, man, it was just more of like, listen, what gives us the best chance of winning? I I, I barely played. You know, I transferred there, and it was just like they already had guys starting. Well, how awkward was that when you're like, yeah, I need to borrow your helmet right quick, even though it's mine? <laughs> well, oh, no, no, no. But, um, you know, he was on offense, and I played special teams. So, oh, uh, so you Gucci. Yeah, yeah so. You just um, got to be like, you forgot, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. But, uh, hey, listen, and we wound up winning the game. You know, yeah. conference championship. So, listen, we all got rings. So, and he was very thankful. Like, he was just like, hey, man, you didn't have to do all this. Like, nobody stepped up to do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's more like, listen, let, let me be that guy to show what it's about. You know, mm -hmm. and, and that's what it's about at the end of the day. You know, we're playing, whether it be flag football, basketball, volleyball, you know, it's, it's, it's a team sport at the end of the day. It's, I know the individuals get, like, some praise, but, you know, you, you, you need your teammates around you your brothers and sisters to, to, to pretty much get to, to where you want to be. And you can't do it all alone. You can't. That made me feel, that just reassured me that he said all that because now I feel like he's not going to embezzle <laughs> and do something under the table. But you know, that's yeah. a really, really cool perspective that you have. And especially for me, you know, you've had siblings. You guys are so deeply embedded. I'm sure Sean has siblings. I'm an only child, so I'm like so devoid of hearing things like that. But you know, even for me, you know, I could even say that my, my, my cousins mean probably more than what your cousins do because I don't have a brother or sister. So I think it's just off top, naturally, I have like a, a, probably a different feeling that you have for your, you could be close to your cousins. And I don't want to disrespect you, but I literally have no brothers and sisters though. So when I hear that, man, it really makes me feel, you know, like I have brothers in this. Like I, I feel like even though I don't have it, Naturally, I, I still feel it, you know, just just through the vibrations of life. And of course, we're united in this flag football thing. I, I, I truly feel that your passion emanates everything that you do, man. I thank you, man. I'm really excited to do this adventure together. Um, Sean, do you have anything else that you want to say for uh, for Blake? Uh, that's it, man. I mean, you know, shout out to L.I. Legends U. You know, this is uh, just the beginning, but... Um, you know, I'm excited that the youth of Long Island is really going to get that extra uh, attention and extra media coverage and um, extra, you know, learning experience that they haven't been getting, you know, for a while. So um, I think as a whole, 
Um, this will be good for us as a whole, but as you know, at the end of the day, this is only going to help you know Long Island youth um, and just help develop them even further. So you know, I think that together we're going to be able to kind of work on that and just you know a lot of work to be done. This is only the beginning, so um, you know I'm excited for the future, and you know I think that we have a good team and. You know, shout out to everyone listening. Shout out to you guys, Ralphie, Blake, um, LI Legends U. Got the reg pages up just before I got here, so go sign up. I'm, w- I'm waiting to hear Sean rap. Legendsu.com. <laughs> I'm waiting too. Yeah, I'm looking and, for this uh, registration for sure. <laughs> and um, yeah, that's it, man. So um, that's it. You know, the future, the future is bright for Long Island. Um, adult and youth and I think that uh, a lot of things to be excited about going forward Um, and like you guys said you know um, the reason I do a lot of stuff I do is because you know you create a community and you create people around you that are good energy good vibes and I think that um, opportunities will come about to everyone involved so if everyone just you know keeps their head down and moves forward um, you know I think as a whole in flag football itself um you know people will only just keep helping each other out uh you know keep bringing people opportunities and i think that's what flag football will do that's what we will do for people and that's it <laughs> sky's the limit i know you always keep it close but i want to thank you sean for co-hosting this man you sprinkled always your flavor man and you know i'm really excited that i'm gonna embark on this endeavor not only with you but with Blake, man, I thank you for being on the rant. I'm happy that you were able to tell your story in long form. Any final words you want to say before we part ways? Yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for inviting me on the podcast, man. This is dope. You know, you, you, have, you have a great thing running here. Um, yeah, listen, just, just piggybacking off what Sean said, man. Like, this league is about to take off. And <laughs> we're just adding more stuff than you, th- than you know. And it, it'll be just beneficial for everybody, you know, especially for the for the kids the parents you know every the whole community you know we just want everybody to have a good time and you know just have fun doing it you yeah. know and, and and this is this is a lead to do it and yeah. we're gonna be sending off if you guys don't have our instagram page you guys could follow us you what's the uh the name is legends you li um, legends you right now yeah li legends you on instagram um so you know uh if you got instagram give us a follow and we'll probably have a TikTok soon, so just look for some cool videos on TikTok. Yeah, we're soon. just trying to figure out some choreography. We're just doing some <laughs> last-minute touches on some of the in sync ensembles yep. that we're gonna do. Yep. Uh, we still haven't gotten in sync ourselves, but no, nah, listen, we'll figure like, it out. This is this is the beginning, like, um, and you know we have a lot of time, uh, but you know again, um, I think uh, there's a lot of opportunity involved for everyone involved and. I actually just want to say one last thing. Um, so I was refing the Youth Flag Football Championship on Saturday. Big man. In Jersey. And team lost. And they were losing. The game wasn't over yet. And I could just tell every kid was, like, so sad and crying. I think this is what, you know, a lot of youth flag football lacks. And um, I, catch, I caught them alone. They was, like, crying. And it's like nobody was going up to them. Nobody was, like don't worry about it. Nobody was like saying like, have fun. Don't like, you know, and to me, honestly, I realized like, you know, this started happening two two weeks ago when teams were starting to get eliminated from the playoffs is 
you know, it's not about like winning and losing all the time. It's about having fun, learning, and kids need to be told this stuff because in their mind they lost and there's a, and they're a loser, and that's not true. I think a lot of kids just need to re realize that no matter what, always play, always have fun. You're there with your friends. You're having fun. You're getting cool videos, photos, whatever. And that's it. You know, you learn, you get better. If you lose one one year, you get come back and you win the next. You know. Yeah, so and if it makes you feel better, just, we'll you know, it is what it is. And you just got to tell these kids like what to do. You know, you got to be like, don't worry, man. Like, you, you good, man. They just, you know, and sometimes it happens like this. So just keep your head down, mm. keep playing, have fun, and that's what it's about, man. And, and I could tell like they they kind of listen some sometimes. So it's good. Well, if they can find any solace, we'll probably have a nice picture of them that their parents could make fun of them, that this is what they look like when they played six-year-old flag football. On, <laughs> yeah, exactly. When they go back to their parents' house for Thanksgiving, like, you remember when your little ass used to play flag football at Legends Youth? That's the type of memories that I want. I want to just see a parent go like, you remember this little kid? I paid $40 for this picture. Look at it. Look at your little ass out here running with a flag. But, yeah. man, I, I really, you know, I, I can't be more thankful for somebody, some people, some other like-minded people that have the passion for the same game that I love in such a different way. I think that's why this is really going to work, and I'm really excited, especially somebody like Blake with your expertise in coaching and playing. I think it really adds an extra element that, you know, it's really going to take this league over the top. I can really see, you know, some of these kids, you know, potentially they start in fourth grade. They could be the, the future of the NFL. They could be the future of flag football. They might be playing in the Olympics or once it becomes a collegiate sport. So, dude, I thank you for your energy, man. Keep it up. And, you know, let's keep this going, man. We got to do start doing popping flags. We'll start doing weekly recaps or whatever, man. But, man, this has been such a, su su such a dope session, man. It was, it was really good. I really like the vibrations. I really like, you know, sometimes people get scared on the mic, man. So you don't really know how people are going to respond to it. So I'm happy that you passed the test. But for Sean McCann, for Blake Crespo, this is Ralph the Ref Legends You Don't forget, sign up. Fall 2021 is going to start happening soon. You could sign up as a team or a free agent. Every week we're going to have social media posts, pictures, videos, and weekly highlights, of course. It's things that you would be accustomed to if you already play in Legends, and I know you got a kid, and I know you want them to sign up because don't you want to have a break and watch your kids also become Legends the way you guys are? So look out for that. I thank you guys. This is Ralph the Ref. This is the brand. We are signing out. Peace. Peace. Peace.